last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. When the time comes, I will interact directly with the events of this narrative, but the moment will be responsibly confined to a passive intervention. My window of influence, end-to-end, will be exactly one yard. John, take Tumor. He puts it in his wallet. Grandmother? You wonder who that could be? Probably just Jade. With all the time shenanigans. God damn, he got it. Oh god, please tell me your computer was at the wall you just gave that guy. Damn it, John. Yeah, you're never gonna read this, are you? There's no sling of Jack up here. Must be somewhere in the castle. Not even acknowledged. John just got stabbed. Just right through the chest. Again. We just got done talking, and agreed it would be awesome if you didn't bother me for a while. You know, like, while I guess I grieved over this brutally murdered rad family member or something? I'm not a hero. My bro was. John is. I'm not. So, they're all trying. Just, Dave's not paying attention. Oh, there's a button that says remove disc one. I wonder if Gamzee thought he couldn't kill Vriska, so he's sending Terezi in to, you know, do half the job. This is a fancy looking room. Doesn't look like a place you'd expect to find on the meteor. At least, not in a strictly canonical capacity. This is weird. You got homesick disc too! Oh, fuck yeah. Terezi, play that tiny record. She scratched it. Yep. If she scratched the Homestuck Disc 2... Yeah, there's gonna be a scratch. That may fuck up Homestuck. Yeah. I flip. Heads you stay. Scratch you go. Just flip the fucking coin knife, I... Disc is too badly damaged. You can no longer play Homestuck. Quit. Forced to quit, and you'll not be able to be playing unless you uh, can repair the scratch of the disc. You need to seek the service of someone who's capable of fixing the scratch. A scratch doctor, if you will. Oh, good. Visit doctor. You rang. That was a joke, of course. You did it. I don't have a doorbell, remember? Ha ha. <laughs> Please, come in. Yep. Oh, boy. Welcome to Scratch Duck. This is crazy. Yeah, so, to describe it, do you want to describe it, or should I? So, the whole... uh, The background is black now. And the page is very green. Yeah. Um, The header changed to be the apartment that Duck Scratch is in. uh, And then everything is... Everything just got changed formatting-wise, too. Yeah, so instead of, like... uh... Like, instead of the candy corn, it's like a cue ball. And so now I can read yeah. all of his text because it's against the green backdrop. Right, and now it looks like it's okay. Yeah. Welcome to my apartment. I trust you'll find my voice is more palatable against this decor. I continue to be an excellent host. I'm expecting two more guests later. First one, and then another. Make yourself comfortable in the meantime. But don't touch the candy on the table. That's reserved for one of my guests. Let's have a look at this disc. Yeah, so that, uh, the candy, the candy is, is for Jack. Yeah. She really did a number on it, didn't she? It's virtually unplayable like this. What a shame. There are many moments trapped in this disc, which you have no doubt found to be quite exhilarating. But yes, I can fix it. You probably, you'll probably hear it now, but 
Molly hasn't heard it. I, I do a cool effect on Doc Scratch's voice that I'm very excited about. Oh, fuck. I'm, man, that's going to take forever for me to hear. I can probably, like, pull it up. Yeah, send it to me later. I want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can fix it. He puts like it in that. his face. Yeah, I like it. It'll take time, though. I estimate, by which I mean I'm certain by way of omniscience, that when I've done, you will reach just shy of the green circle of the card above. I'm sure you've already presumed this mark represents the beginning of Act 6. The dish should be ready to run in time to witness the critical event. A confluence of thickly interwoven concurrent occult circumstances, which have been meticulously arranged by myself, influenced to a much lesser extent by you and by an even more energy, our heroes. The scratch will be healed in time to watch the heroes put into these heroes put into motion. Yes, the scratch itself. If you don't mind waiting here, I'll complete my repairs. I'll tell you the rest of the story. I will show you as well as I recover data from the disc. But the visuals I supply will be nothing more than previous snapshots, and my talent will be abridged. Immortality with notwithstanding, I'm not going to live forever, you know. Hmm. What an asshole. What an asshole. Tick. And since for once in my life, time is at a premium, let's get on with it. Where were we? So TikTok a, was what was written on the trolls' walls, right? Yeah. Wait, wait is TikTok and break? Uh, breakheads, Hong Kong. Yeah. Okay. This clock is crazy. Uh, it's got like alligators on it. It's got that weird stuff that like the, when the kids like go the, the off rifts, the timeline. Yeah, which, and then the thing at the top. It's got a little sky Gaia in it. Instead of next, it's just ticked. Yeah. Never mind. I figured it out instantly because of my unfathomable intellect, limitless knowledge, and mind-bogglingly charisma. Granted, my charisma had less to do with it other than the other qualities, but didn't hurt, did it? Here, I'll show you. Tick. And also, the the little pendulum at the bottom of it is a cue ball. Yeah, it's really good. And he turns on a TV. The seer of mine had challenged the thief of light to a simple game of chance. If the result the undamaged side, the thief would agree to stay. Not she would go. Talk. The result of the was left inconclusive, at what point you decided to pay me a visit. But the in- inconclusiveness should not be confused with the uncertain. The answer was always trivial. It was a constant across all timelines. Both the seer and the thief knew this. The thief used her ability to steal the fortune of her opponent and force the flip to yield. What she regarded as the most fair welcome, see her anticipate this move correctly. This is why I don't care much for gambling. Well, a sucker's born with each tick of the clock, cheater's born with each talks betwixt. Also, because it's boring, and I'm already a very wealthy man. <laughs> tick. I, I do like that, which, like, the while a sucker's born with every tick, the cheater's born with every talk. Yeah, it's he's pretty good. I, I do really like the writing of Doc Scratch. Yeah, absolutely. It, like, he is an asshole of a character. Yes. Uh, tick. The seer relayed her terms to the generally understanding god assassins. The go was on Fanny's value, which suggests the thief was allowed to leave. Effectively, the seer's cohort for the threat of death. This was obvious to everyone, including the thief. Talk. Yeah, so, Terezi, uh... Like, they all, like, knew that no matter what, Therese was going to attempt to kill her. Yeah. 
While the thief turned to fly away, making a show of claiming her prize, the seer would stab her in the back the moment her guard was dropped. This was her plan. Not a particularly clever tactic in its own right, but Sinjourney didn't dwell on the novelty of the ruse, nor in the neutralized possibility probability of the game of chance. Psychology was in play. Tick. I like that, like, brisk, like, bye! Yeah, bye, <laughs> I'm leaving. Goodbye, I don't care. Naturally, the thief knew this was intended all along. She knew the seer would have understood the outcome to be rigged and that she'd likely intended to kill her as a consequence of fire. Pictures up. This would be seen as implicit dare to the thief to allow the flint to fall fairly, something which the seer knew the thief's ego wouldn't allow. The seer knew the thief knew all this all as well. And the pair of cheaters intended to play with their cards face up. Amateurs. Yeah, just like Terezi and like Briscoe just like constantly fucking with each other to try yeah, to... Yeah, just, just every day. Yeah. Talk. Each was gambling. Not with a vehicle probability, which had been eliminated from the equation, but with each other's intentions. Thief indeed took the seer's bait, stealing the luck afforded, need to effect the flip and defiance of her dare. And trying to leave, he then posed a dare to, of her own to the seer, challenging her to back up the implied threat. This was the thief's gamble. She raged that the seer would not be able to go through with it. It turned out... She was right. Yeah, good. Terezi couldn't murder Verska. Nope. So ends a tale of rivalry. Well, almost. There's a bit more. But in order to understand its proper conclusion, we should first catch up with another one of my protege from whom I expect a message shortly. The other seer. The other hero of light. Rose. Yep. Talk. Oh, we're seeing that storm cloud on sky. It's like huge. No, the man, that thing blew the fuck up over there. Yeah. Tick. Man. Yeah, it's like crazy battlefield now. It's like there's a whole. You know what it looks like? Hang on. Let me. I'm gonna show you something. You can cut this if you want, but it looks like a card. Okay. Pretty sure it's this. Yeah. Oh, what card? Flooded Strand. Yeah. Yeah, you it's fuck. basically that. Yep. You fucking nerd. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Talk. Now we're seeing uh, Rose and Jack. Yeah. We're seeing Round in a cloud two. that... Oh, the cloud... Has uh, Terezi and Vriska. Terezi and Vriska down in the corner. That's good. Yeah, round two. Strife! Here we left our human hero of light. I, I really like the, uh... This, like, the... The way these characters look here. Fucking fighting game idle animations. Uh, so this was originally supposed to be a fighting game kind of thing. Great. But, uh, it got... It was too complicated that's, to program that's too and do big. art for. Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. Uh, but There's John's just, John, in the corner. just dead. Yeah. Just pool of his own blood. It's fine. Uh, Here we left our human hero of light. She flew away to take vengeance on the, on the noir this side of scratch. That is, the one less angry and dangerous. One not yet unmotivated by a compelling duel. Compelling, but not particularly challenging. The seer wouldn't win this duel. My apologies if this spoils the outcome for you. I can't speak as discreetly as about such matters against this canvas. And they're just fighting. Yeah. I warned her. And yeah, uh, 
Like, Rose is slowly losing health. Yeah. Because, like, Jax is just teleporting yeah, all around. Yeah, Jack hasn't lost anything. Yeah. Uh, and the way, like, health bars work in Homestuck started off as a glitch with the Oh, and that's just how game. it is. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and then he just decided that kind of looked interesting and cool. Yeah, sure. That's it does. how they work now. I warned my neophyte protein not to stare into the ball. Talk. I told her about stairs. Fuck you. And then if you... Fuck that. Yeah, if you highlight, it's got green text with the fucking sweet bro hella Jeff face. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Perfect. Moving on. I remind you that the pacing of my account will be characterized by a reduction in granality from what you have come to expect from an... By way of an undamaged disc, you will imagine the remainder of the duel to be sensational, and I continue my steady distribution of faxes. If there are pieces of candy poured from a bottomless white hemisphere, the duel ends, the seer dies, the slater departs, the hair comes back to life. Yeah, okay. So yeah, Rose dead. Rose is dead. John's alive. John's alive. This outcome was hardly a point of suspense. It would be disingenuous for me to present it as such. That will not belittle your indulgence with such a tawdry narrative deploy. Be rude. Not be too well dressed for that kind of behavior. If there truly stood some chance of permanence to the heir's corpsehood, I can hear you asking now. How could this moment later come to pass? And yeah, we see in his head, John at the beginning of act, the act 5.2. When Carcat first contacted him. Which we haven't seen yet. So John right. couldn't be dead. And he's got the lunchbox... Uh, earmuffs. Which Jade told him he was going She was, she was going to make for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do like I do like the idea of like just having his head like show you stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And for that matter, what's our story with this be with our human hero of breath mate to stay a cadaver? Definitely not one the alpha timeline would allow. And what sort of spectator would you be? If you'd forgotten the Torm's room, the unconditional mortality he won with his previous, simply unceremonious impaling. He'd done nothing to earn martyrdom. Yeah, we're seeing John on, uh, Lohak. Yeah. Which is like now, like, has like a big oil rig next to the Beat Mesa. It's pretty cool. By which we might laud his fall as heroic. Nor had he tasted notoriety. To secure a death, one made parts just. Oh, that's Rose's strife card. That's Rose's strife card. Ugh. And it's while got I can't blood on it, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't either. like this at all. No. And while I can't give you my assurance, hey, there's a reason why I say Rose sick because they you. Mm-hmm. I can't give you my assurance. Also, yeah, mm. I, I, I just also were like the, this look of duck scratch. Don't fucking recycle that line on me, you motherfucker. I'm reasonably convinced of this much. Here, Brett dies for good. It'll be as a, it won't be as a scoundrel. But not for lack of a devoted mentor. If I had served as his mentor directly, rather than his mentor's mentor, mentor, he may have stood a fair chance of doing something underhanded. At the very least. His jokes might have been better. Instead, he got her. The other here of light, always bugging him. 
bugging and fussing and meddling. What's her deal? <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, but we see a rose with a... Yeah, roses. You just cut through the chest, through the stomach, lying in a pool of her own blood. Same place Kanaya was. Yeah. With the same scarf. Yeah. Uh, but there is a message from Vriska. Let's find out. I mentioned there's a bit more to her story. I believe it's time to resume it. I trust you won't mind if I step away for a moment. I have an important guest arriving very soon. If you need me, I'll be up here. Uh, so he has uh, transported into the banner. Oh, shit. That's, yeah, a, that's fucking fantastic. Uh, like, this is where Homestuck starts going from, like, a comic that is online to an, a web, like, really taking full extent of... Just taking full advantage of being online. Yeah, and, like, it did that with the games and, like, the flashes, but, like... Yeah, but this is really playing, playing with, the with the rest of the page is crazy. I, it, I really love it. It's cool as hell. If you need me, I'll be up here, making sure everything is in order, which it already is, and keeping an eye, which I don't have on the clock, which I don't need. <laughs> Tick. Yeah, so he's still up there. Just looking around. There goes Riska. Yep. Talk. And she sure is leaving a trail. Yep. Doc is pouring some Scotty dogs. Yep. Amazing. Tick. Uh, and she's found the, uh... The old platform. Yep. And it looks like Vex there. Uh, we're gonna kill off Friska, aren't we? And I'm gonna be really upset. Talk. Oh, uh... Jack Noir's there now. He's here. That's when, uh, Jack no- uh, the... Other, or Spade Flick showed up in Doc Scratch's apartment. Yep. We're seeing that now. Yeah, he was already here, though. Yeah. Yeah. Bonk. Bonk. <laughs> Great. Amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Tick. And, like, Vriska's, like, pointing at Beck. So now we have, like, two, like, pages, like, we have to look at. Yeah, I'm looking at the top and the thing. But we've already seen the top, so it's less important. Yeah. Talk. Oh, I, I think you were one ahead of me, but, yeah, so, like, oh. Beck is just, like, Looks at the trail. Yeah. And then Beck leaves. Yep. Oh, Beck boy. seems a bit like, uh, wait, no. Yeah, you, you made a bad call. Briska, you, you did a bad. Yeah. You've done a lot of bads, but this was a bad. This was, this was one of the worst bads. Tick. And Beck disappears. There he goes. Talk. She seems kind of angry. Yeah, she was ready to fight. Uh, and Rose is pestering uh, Doc Scratch, which is when we have that conversation. Right. Tick. And now she kind of looks sad. Yeah, she's upset. She's like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up really bad. But, you know, Jack is getting a Scotty dog, so that's fine. Yeah. Talk. Apologies for my preoccupation. I managed to pass by my rowdy or my two other guests with sugary little black dogs, so that I might continue my narration, but only briefly. In a moment, I will go stand over the typewriter and teach my naive protege the consequences of taking advice from strange men on the internet, while I continue to attend to my second guest, who is you from an earlier point in the story. Right. Because we went into Dr. Scratch's apartment at one point. We did. So now Remember? there is... Yes. Oh. So now there is Spade Slick, us, and us. Fuck. Yeah, but, yeah, remember? 
Yeah, remember? We met here in my apartment a little while ago, but that moment I was busy hosting you from the future. With you right now. But I did not mention this at the time. I would have introduced your past self to your future self and vice versa. But it is a well-known fact that the past and future selves tend to not get along. A good host would never tolerate the pendulum um, for discord among guests. And as us go. I'm simply the best there is. Please don't be alarmed. But you were t- past you was just leaving. Where was I? Of course. But, uh... Is that Vriska on the screen there? Yeah, uh... Space Lick has somehow emptied the infinite bowl of Scotty Dogs. Into his hat. Into his hat, and is now putting on his head with a smush. Yep. And there's still a message from Rose. Yeah. Of course. The two here's the light have challenged the same Jack Noir. Once drowned the scratch, uh, some 20 hours of his own time, to a circumstance some... Simultaneous pair of duels. Circumstantial summit. It is a concept more complex than is the temporal analog. And it's valuable for examining the properties of paradox space. It is the agent responsible for the major cosmic event with pre-extinction. Alternatives come to refer us the great undoing. This same concept rules the innumerable lesser events by which the critical moment shall be catalyzed. The break, my employer's arrival... The detonation of a very powerful bomb and my own death. It is an abstraction to weave together the fortune of otherwise probably disparate chronologies, such as those bound by a pair of distant sessions. If not full comprehension to mortal minds, then the length I will go to explain it to you will not extend beyond this sentence. Hmm. So he's talking about like how things happen all at once, seemingly, from our yeah. perspective. Like the fight between... Uh, Friska and Beck and Rose and Beck happened simultaneously for us. Yeah. But in reality, it's for Beck Noir, it took place hours in between. Sure. Weird. Uh, but the story will. The Slayer was, for the moment, unmotivated by the thief's motion for a compelling duel. This side of the scratch, he opted for a more ruthless and calculating policy of extermination. On his arrival, not about to repeat the mistakes leading to his banishment, he quickly abraded all 12 plans, following by Prospect and Durst, to weed out those who might outsmart him in the same manner. Little fa- with his little fan belt, he seized the opportunity to follow the thief's trail quickly before it dissipated and destroyed their hideout in the Vale. Oof. Vriska. We didn't see Vriska die. Nope. But... And now knowing her position... He would soon return for the duel she wanted. And now his blade is covered in red blood and blue blood. And blue blood. And his hand's bloody. Well, his hand was already bloody. Yeah, it was already bloody, but... Which we haven't seen how that happened yet. No. But not without a pair of trophies. Oh, boy. Jesus. It's Karkat and Terezi. Great. Good. Perfect. He brought the bodies. Yep. I just imagine, like, he, like, just appears and just, like, fucking throws just him down. Just tosses him down. Yep. Tick. Oh, she's upset. Yeah. I goofed it this time, guys. Yeah. I kind of fucked this one up, didn't I? Oh, so, uh, in the upper half, uh, uh, space, like, left, got some oil, and is now... He's just pouring it. Yeah. Spades, you fucking weirdo. Tuck. 
Again, sorry for the interruption. My conversation with the girl ran a bit long. Slightly seeing the one second I scheduled for it. This is where events begin to outpace my awareness. The deeper into this dark pocket we explore, the more I will be forced to speculate. I really have cause to rely on probability, but luckily for you, my guesses are better than anybody's. This is Gamzee's book that kept disappearing. Yeah, and he has put all of the panels we just saw yeah, into it. inside of it. And Bates Slick is still putting oil. Yeah. Next, or Tick. I have always believed that a good storyteller should keep a comprehensive record of past events on hand. A scrapbook of personal significance, for instance, from which he may piece together current moments from past ones of a similar, if not identical, nature. It's most efficient. So we're sure. seeing him take a... From, like, the Doom timeline we saw earlier where Tarkat and Terezi were dead. Yeah, a picture... That's very similar. To what we're seeing now. Yeah. Talk. Yeah, and he puts that over, uh, like, onto the page that we're, of the stuff we're seeing now, so it, like, fits with it. And now it's there. Yeah. yeah. It's also logical, since this is essentially nothing new in Paradox Space. Everything that what, that can happen is either a visual or substantive representation of something which has already transpired on the timeline, offshoot or otherwise. Yeah, so they are just saying, hey, everything everything repeats, just always. Yeah, yeah, we already know what happened. I guess Spades just covers everything in oil. Including, like, Duskatch's coat. Yep, uh, his coat, the bowl, the, mo- the Skya. Yeah, the Moss Skya. God, Spades, you fucking delinquent. <laughs> He's a criminal. He's a fucking criminal. And if I'm gonna... Put him in jail. Yeah, put him in a slammer. Put him in the slammer. If I'm going to speculate on this duel, I might as well make use of an earlier clipping. For the Slayer, this was round one against the Hero of Light. Oh boy. Talk. So he flips it over and now we have... Yeah. The other duel. Uh, and I, I do like this, that we have in the top half, We it is focused on Space Slicks, trying to light his lighter, and then in the bottom panel, it now has Space Slick... Li- in the background with the lighter lit yeah. and Doc Scratch turning the picture around to show us it's the same duel but with Vriska and she's going to lose like all I really need to do is flip it turnways like so and we have round two again these, these sprites are really cool and now the apartment's on fire <laughs> great job spades uh Doc Scratch does seem a bit surprised by this yeah he <laughs> his apartment's on fire yeah uh, and there's a fight happening down here. Yeah, I, I would like, I, it maybe wouldn't make sense, but a, a homesick fighting game. Right. That'd be cool as hell. Maybe just, maybe someone's put them all in Mugen. That makes sense, right? Oh, absolutely. That would work. Put them in Salty Bet. Yeah! Fuck yeah. Uh, one of the best Mugens I've ever seen is, uh, well, one, there's Popeye, who's fucking amazing. Yes. <laughs> God, it's fucking Popeye. Uh, <laughs> the, the voice clip they use of him going, spinach, it's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever it's heard. It's fucking perfect. Spinach. Uh, or the CM Punk one. I don't think I've seen the CM Punk one. Uh, on the gi- There's a giant bomb stream with it, and it's it looks like, hey, if we made a 2D fighting game but with wrestlers, this is what it would look like. And oh, it, that's rad. Even as someone who's not a big CM Punk fan, it looks really cool. Yeah. Like he does the go to sleep and stuff. That's pretty good. And he does like the... The classic moves. 
Yeah, the classic CM Punk original, the go to sleep. <laughs> and like when he like first shows up, he does like the go to sleep motion. Oh man, I hope he was just going to do the clobbering time thing because I thought that was pretty uh, legitimately cool. I, I do. Th- I think he either does the go to sleep or the clobbering time. That's good. It's yeah. God bless those people. Yep. The thief would probably roll her dice. Doctor Scratcher's one still just like walking around like oh shit. Yeah, like oh well, everything's on fire. This is fine. Just probably due to her impressive horde of storm fortune. She would have a 100% to run the most favorable result. Ordinarily, this result would be almost impossible. Possibly improbable. The other role would be 1 in 16,777,216 to be specific. And to be less specific, 1 in... 8 to the wyth power. God damn it. Yep. And of course that makes the sweet brown hell Jeff face. Yep. Where y equals 8. Oh my god, he's got the sweet bro and hell Jeff face up there. It's terrifying. He, he. It's really bad. <laughs> I, I like that he's refilling the Scotty dogs. He, he's got to be a good host. He's the best host. He just has a gun. I just want to, like, remind everybody that he's just got a gun. But I mean, he's a, he's a gangster. <laughs> he's got a gun. <laughs> Tick. Oh, she hit the fucking limit break. Yeah, like she pulled out her ultimate. Yeah. But uh, Dr. Scratch is going for the fire. Uh, the fire alarm. Yeah. Amazing. Talk. Yeah, still going crazy. She's powering up. So now it's, it's crazy because we have three things now. We have the top frame, yeah. which is just like a static shot of the same thing. The yeah. panel of Friska and Jack and uh, Beck Noir and... The f- a final panel of Doc Scratch again. Yeah. Tick. Oh, and... It's Mindfang. Mindfang. And in the top one, a one of the felt members has shown up. <laughs> I believe one we did not see. This is 12? Yeah. I don't think we... Yeah, no, I don't think we saw them. I forgot... Well, no. That's not 12. It's 11. I forgot who... 12 is biscuits, I think. Yeah. Or 13 is biscuits, and 12 is eggs. 12 is eggs. Yeah, because uh, Baker's dozen and... Yeah. 11 was matchsticks. Right. Which of course... this place on... Oh, he's got a fire extinguisher. Which of course matchsticks shows up at the fire. Yep. Perfect. Talk. According, uh, I'm reading this right. According to Andrew Forfring, he can travel to any time and place in the timeline by using fire as a gateway. Nice. Ex- That's a good power. He keeps a fire extinguisher on him so he can put out the fires and prevent any more of him from arriving. Unless he wishes to exploit the fire for battle purposes. That's really good. That's, That's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, but first gets turned into like like mind fangs, like outfit on in like a sword. Yeah. He looks dope. It's really cool. It's fucking cool as hell. Uh, in round two, the Slayer would not would be not merely compelled, but challenged. If my guess is right, challenged by one claiming godhood before repaying the prodigious rewards from striking down a formidable endgame foe, one with the gall of a cheater, the luck of a clover, the hubris of her mentor, and the drive known only to the pathological competitive. 
I believe he'd be challenged, yes. But now uh, Clover has shown up in the top. Yep. Clover doesn't have any time powers, right? Yeah, Clover's just extremely lucky. Yeah. Tick. Uh, oh, Space Flick has shown up again. Great. But not outmatched. As one who shared this layer source of power, my projection must give him the unambiguous advantage. Even so. While I continue not to be a gambling so, man. Yeah, Beck is getting hurt, but Vesca is getting hurt more. Yeah. That didn't stop being a thing that was true or anything. Beck has healed. Yeah. Vriska has not. No. And she looks kind of freaked out. Yeah, she was not ready for this. Uh, Spacelick has picked up the uh, horse hitcher, which is now burning. Yeah. But he's got a robot arm, so it's, it's fine. It's fine. Tuck. Oh, and he's going he's gonna to throw that matchsticks ward. Oh, boy. Don't hurt matchsticks. He never did anything. I'm really sure that if I was... I wouldn't bet against her. Oh, he did. Oh, why would you hurt Matchsticks? It's fucking rude. Because Matchsticks was already dead before he got, you know... That's true. He has to get killed before the thing happens. Yeah. God. And time travel. This fucking panel is good as hell. It is. Like, Vreska's, like, bleeding, but she's, like... Uh, and... She's... Diving in with her sword. And you can see a bit of like her blood on the sword. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh god, it's so good. Vriska's cool. Moving on. Yeah, Vriska's cool as hell. I love Vriska. Uh, moving on. But uh, now Spacelick is beating Matchsticks to death. Oh, he's just killing Matchsticks. Clover doesn't like this. No. But, but we're seeing that shot of Vriska, but it's in like kind of a weird, like, like a like a. Um... What's the thing you call in the brain? A neuron. A neuron, yeah. And then we have Clover, who's holding a... Uh, the 14... 14 ball. Which... Well, it's not the ball. It's, it's not a it's ball. It's a coin. Yeah. Which, 14 was quarters. Right. Because it sounds like Couture Right. Thanks, Internet. Yeah. Let's pull back from this ever-daring dark pocket. All this uncertainty is wearing thinner than the only pair of pants in a mortal wardrobe... I never once enjoyed navigating the forces of alternative possibilities. The path, which alone has my absolute mastery in the alpha time, I continue my to find that which boasts exclusive right both to my birth and to my death, to circumstantially simultaneous events. Any divergence from that path to my knowing will taper into blackness like rotting roots. But if I was a seer, such offsuits would be fully within my domain. If I were a seer of mine in particular... Uh, synaptic causality would be my specialty. Seer mind would have given you the more liable, perhaps, but then she would do many things I wouldn't. It's too bad she's dead, then. Well, but he did just say that this was a alternative possibility. That's true. And that's why he didn't know about it. Yeah. Because it, it didn't actually happen. Because the path that he's on is the alpha timeline, so this is an offshoot. Yeah. This would be a Doom timeline. Yeah. Tick. And now we're, like, floating out of, like, the synapses. Uh, Clover's flipping a coin. And we're seeing, like, uh, the Black King and, like, them destroying it. A seer would yeah. support her allies in battle, not with her weapons, but her vision. 
She would sit through drills of her comrades' poor tactical inclinations and examine the grim consequences. Uh, Sia would not shake in the fray headlong, but directed as a conductor with a baton. She would have the sight as should be obvious gambits and find the path to victory disguised cleverly as setback, or even imminent defeat. She would behold the fortunes of friends and foes in totality and appraise the conjectures of luck itself. She would know its minds were not to be plundered, but simply explored and charged it carefully. So a seer doesn't really fight as much as they do in form. The way I see this as it's kind of like Garnet's future vision. Yeah, future vision. And that like like you can see a bunch of stuff uh, and see which one's the best option, yeah. but maybe not know if it's going to happen. Yeah. But then you can make take action. You can help influence yeah. it. Yeah. Talk. And now we're just, like, floating through all this. Uh, And the coin is flipping between 14 and 4. Yeah. Who's 4? Clover. Right. A true seer would know when luck is given, where it is absent, and most importantly, when it doesn't matter at all. Tick. So we cut to Therese, and she just saw that... Yeah, she saw that timeline. That she would die and Karkat would die if Riska left. Yeah. And it the coin has landed on 14. Yes. And uh, at the top, Clover goes into the coin. And she would know victory doesn't matter in a reality where all else is doomed to fail. Talk. What sort of story would this be? If our knight and seer made a stay cadavers, certainly not one the alpha timeline would allow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Quarters has now appeared in place. Yep. Uh, quarters thing, and uh, Luke... Luke tells me he guessed this, and I can't see fucking how. Yeah. But also Luke is really impressive at predicting things. Yes. Uh, that he predicted what Quarters' power is, which is you flip a coin, and if it lands on the 14, it... Quarters appears. Yeah, okay. Sure. And, uh, thing is, apparently if it flips on the side that's not quarters, uh, quarters would die. Oh. And so he only gave it to Clover, because Clover would be lucky enough... Right, to summon him. To only summon him and never have him die. Yeah, that's fair. That's cool. Yeah, so we get another question one, and then tick. Tick. And not one she'd allow either. Friska... Yeah. And Spade Slick just fucking riddled with that Gatling gun. Yeah, but no, yeah, Frisco. Frisco. <sighs> it had to happen. This sucks. Talk. And we're getting the same, like, when John got stabbed. Yeah. Like, through the The blood chest. showing up. Tick. And yeah, the same thing. Yep. Talk. Here she goes. Tick. And we're seeing a spade slick at the top. Uh, dead. But it's a different timeline. Yeah. Oh, Carcat just saw that. Yeah. Man, Carcat's having a rough fucking He's day. He's not having a good day. It's tough out here. Yeah. Talk. And uh, apparently Rose is pestering. Uh, Riska. 
It Which, would be. Or maybe John. Yeah, it's probably John. Talk. Yeah, Carcat's like, seems. fuck, really? Like, that really? Like, I... How many, are, how many of my friends are dead? Yeah, how many are gonna die today? How many do I have to deal with? Why did you all go fucking crazy? Oh, he's holding something, too. Yep. Tick. Uh, apparently he has a... <laughs> note that looks like a... That has been made to look like... Uh, Terezi. Yeah. Bro, stop and make us now. On the roof. Hee hee hee. And it's got the Gamzee face. Yeah. Why is everybody so stupid? I I I think that Carquette probably knew. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like he's been dealing with the Gamzee situation when nobody else is. So. Yeah. Talk. No, there's Kanaya uh, and Solix. Okay. And uh. Oh, there's eyes up eyes. top. This yeah, like is all scary. the possibilities have like kind of like went to stars and yeah. then eyes. A uh, Carquette and Teresi are hugging in the foreground. Yeah. Tick. Uh, and oh, it's the top. It looks like spades. Uh, and meanwhile, Salix has also he been bit by Kanaya. Yep. Uh, and he's wearing the uh, fairy's goggles. Yeah, man. Talk. It's snowman. Oh, it's snowman. What's and she's up? got the galaxy in her. Yeah. She's still the fucking coolest. And then in the in the main panel we have Gamzee in the background. Yep. Honk. And he's got the Warhammer of Zilly here. Oh god damn it. Snowman disappears yes. again. Yeah. That's all she does. But she's so cool. Yeah, she's so good at it though. <laughs> Honk. It's all of them are looking. Still got that message from Rose back there. Uh, oh, Snowman showed appears. up in the apartment. Yeah, uh, I'll say that that image of Carcat is kind of famous. <laughs> is that the one that uh, Polly was telling me about, where his pants Maybe. are just all the way up to his neck? Yeah, like it. It's supposed to be like his shirt, right? But but because he's not drawn with arms, it just looks like he's wearing like really like the <laughs> highest waisted pants possible. <laughs> That's super funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no gunfire at the top when Snowman's in the room. Can't afford to kill her. Yeah. Tick. No, but she just stabbed Quarters. Oh, Quarters is just fucking dead as hell now. Yeah, so, and Quarters was also dead before he showed up in the Felt Mansion, so. Uh, and there's a pester log. Uh, Arachnid Skip began trolling Tentacle Therapist. We have read this one. Do you want me to read it again? Yeah. Uh, no, we can... We can just move this on. Is the, the, her going... Talking like, about like, John going... Blackout, yeah. Just borrow her computer and talk to me to get a chance. Okay, I'll be waiting. Yeah. Talk. I hate this, by the way. Yeah. And there's the dead rose. Yeah. Uh, but we open the pestilog. There's Riska. How do you fucking pronounce this shit? I don't know. I'm just gonna start with the words. Okay. All of the dots, John. All 16.777216 million of them. Still dead, huh? Or are you too busy weeping over her corpse to pick up that headset and answer me? You can't fool me, John. I know you're not staying dead for long. And it's not just because I can clearly see you're alive in the future. 
You see, we're both the best there is, and therefore we have special privileges when it comes to mortality. It's hard to keep a god dead for good. We can only die under very specific circumstances. Didn't I mention? Oh, but John is, like, glowing. Yeah. Uh, tick-tock. That's a sound page. Yep. We're getting this giant clock. And there's the breath symbol. Heroic or just. It's, like, going between them. Yeah. Deciding what the death is, I guess. Yeah. Does this do anything, the flash, besides this? Because there's a log down there. Oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, so because the thing is stop, so. Okay, I will. Um, just does this. Nothing too glorious about the way you just died, I bet. Let me guess, even after all my lessons, you allowed yourself to get sucker stabbed, right? Pretty lame. I mean, lucky for you, it was lame. I guess being lame pays off when dying a hero is what gets you killed. Our hero of breath reached God tier, he would have been completely indestructible. Damn, I forgot. I was going to stop ripping on that guy since he got stabbed through the chest and died. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, I figure you're probably safe from a just death too, since I'm pretty sure you haven't done anything all that despicable. Yet. Oh, and in the top one, uh, Snowman has turned her uh, spear that she used to stab quarters and back into her cigarette holder. And she's still using it. Yeah, and it says like her blood almost like looks like lipstick. Hussy has a thing for people licking blood. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, stop. And it stops right in the middle. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Snow uh, Snowman and uh, Space Lucker just looking at each other. They're gonna hate fuck now. Been we've been waiting since the intermission for this. <laughs> yep. I don't know for sure, but I'm betting that if I go to fight Jack, it will wipe out all the bad things I've done. I think if I die, it'll be a hero's death, so it ought to stick. Pretty good motivation to win the fight, though, don't you think? One way or another, I think this will be my last big challenge as a gamer. As such, I'd like to pass my dice on to you. It's very important to me that they stay in good hands, John. That you continue their legacy and that of my ancestor. 82 the 8th. Use the code. I'm sure I can count on you to make something awesome with it. It's 8 to the 8th. Yeah. That's the code yep, for the dice. 8 to the 8th. That's good. That's really good. <laughs> Slick, I am serious. Please stop. And he's getting closer with that crowbar. Yep. And meanwhile, John is rezzing. Yeah, that's a cool look. Yeah, I I really like it. It's all rainbowy, and all the blood is like dripping up into him. Yeah, and it's all like galaxies in it. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Still not alive yet? Man, you better hurry up. She probably doesn't have much time left. Trust me, what she's going through on Durst right now isn't much fun. Okay, I guess I should mention why I'm trying to contact you now of all times rather than just skipping ahead. Remember how we talked about your backup plan? The one you've devised to defeat Jack in the off chance I fail? Well, it's not going to work if Rose is dead, is it? You have to wake her up. Breathe some life into her. Do the windy thing with your lips. You know what that means. You know what that means, Molly. Oh my. 
And now John is fully alive and just read all that. Yep. God. And at the top, we see uh, Spade Slick <laughs> and Snowman, like, right up on each other. Yep. They've dropped their Drop weapons. Dropped the crowbar, dropped the cigarette holder. Finally. Finally. Gotta kiss her. Don't worry. I still can't see you, so there's no reason to be bashful or anything. And since we're a couple of professionals here who are focused on winning, we both know it doesn't have any meaning. It's not like I'd be jealous even if I could see. Why would I be? Or maybe that didn't even cross your mind. <laughs> Man, why am I even talking about this? She's throwing Every so many word. hits in now. She's so <laughs> upset. Yeah. <laughs> Riska likes John. Uh, she likes him a lot. Well, Frisco likes John. Yeah. Oh my, oh my, oh my. This will not do at all. Oh, they're hate kissing. Oh yeah. Oh, I told you. I told you they were going to get down to hate fucking. Doc Scratch is not appreciative of this. Let's just forget I said that. This isn't really how I wanted this conversation to go. I guess I was assuming you'd be talking back by now. So... Now I'm just talking and talking and spinning my wheel device like an idiot. Maybe I don't actually know how I wanted it to go. I guess I could just shut up and skip ahead on your timeline a little, talk to you when you're alive. That would make sense, so I guess I'll do that. But then, maybe if I did, I wouldn't actually say what I wanted to say. So I'll just say it. Pardon me while I adjust the narrow fenestrated wall... Oh, so now he is uh, turning off the the big the screen top banner. Yeah, it's really good, and we can see him banging on it. Yeah. To be honest, I'm nervous about this fight, but I'm still going through with it for a lot of reasons: to save my friends, or at least the ones who are still alive. Oh, and I guess to save reality itself from being totally fucked up. There's that too. But I think what's motivating me to win this fight is... The possibility of getting to meet you when it's all over. Maybe I can finally put all this terrible stuff behind me. And I won't have to worry about being the best anymore. Or proving what a ruthless killer I can be. Maybe I can try out whatever's supposed to be normal for a human. Who knows, it might not be as boring as it sounds. Maybe. If you're not too freaked out by all the bad things I've done... Or the fact that I'm an alien, we could go on a date? Man, this is so, like, uh This sucks because she's dead, but it's so cute, and I hate it, and I fucking hate this comic. <laughs> like, it, it's really effective at, like, humanizing Vriska. Yeah, it's... Like, if, mm. that, if that, like, earlier conversation with John didn't do it for you, like, this is this really just, to, like... Right? Yeah. Like, man, like, oh, it just, she's just really confused, and, like, now she's just like, hey. She's like, maybe I just, maybe I don't want to do any of this. Maybe I just want to be boring like you. But, yeah, like, but maybe, maybe I just it's wanna not have bad. A, yeah. Fuck, man. Like, maybe this whole life of an adventure and being the best isn't, like, actually Maybe it's not necessary. Maybe I don't have to prove yeah. anything. Yeah, and, like, then her girl, like, finally, like, Maybe we could go out. Yeah, maybe we could just do something. To redirect a view from this impropriety. Oh, goodness. Uh, and yeah, we're seeing a hate snog. 
It's so good. <laughs> I absolutely love that top panel. I will. It's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. Don't worry. It could be a human date, whatever that entails. No weird alien stuff, I promise. And no killing or murders, or even talking about killing or murders and such. Just whatever you like to talk about and think is cool. I could even be persuaded to watch more of your absurd human films. Do you like any others which feature the rugged human with the long hair and wounded arm? You know the one. The sweaty guy with the mutilated animal and the speech impediment? Those would be tolerable to watch, I bet. She also really loves Nick Cage. She just loves Nick Cage. There. Uh, and also, I just like saying, like, hey, maybe I can watch one. And then also that she got a southern accent as a speech impediment. Yup. Fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, we've switched. The wall has switched to uh, Jade. Jade. And it looks like she has lit the forge. And she's got frogs. Yeah, and so the all the ice has melted, and so now she's got a nice... Yeah. Doc Scratch shows up in between the two. And he's got the fucking clover in his head. Yeah, the auspice. Fucking auspice. I hate this. Actually, no, I don't. It's great. <laughs> well, like, like it, it's so... This whole portion is so crazy, because right now it is telling so many different stories. Yeah. Currently. We've got... Now we've got Jade... On her land. We've got John about to kiss Rose. We've got uh, Doc Scratch, Space Lick, and Snowman. And we got Vriska talking to John yeah. for her last time. It's really good. And somehow it's very easy to keep up with. Yeah. Even like, though there's like, like four this... or five timelines, or not timelines, but storylines happening right now. Yeah. And it's. I I find it really incredible. It's. It, yeah. No, it's really good. I. I'll just say I, I started off this section not liking uh, like you know Doc Scratch stuck yeah uh, just cause like I like Doc Scratch's character but like I don't know if I want him as the narrator sure I think it kinda but, works like, it kinda works but then like by the point it gets to this I'm like okay no this is great yeah now I'm all in but most well cause Doc Scratch isn't even the narrator right now Vriska is yeah yeah eventually like just Doc Scratch is just a character in it right he just he's just here well, think it over. Before I go, I'll get in touch one more time later on when you're alive and maybe have something to say about it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about your adult male guardian. I wasn't trying to be deceptive by not telling you. I I decided not to, because I didn't want to be the one to make you sad about it. Was that selfish of me? I, I don't know. You would have found out regardless, like we all did. There are things we care about that we just have to leave behind. It just sucks for those who aren't in as much a hurry to leave it all behind as me. Wait. Something's coming. Hang on. Oh, man. This fucking hurts really bad. Yeah, and like, it. the best part is it doesn't seem out of character for Briska. No, not at all. She, she's but just making progress. That's it. Yeah, man, it hurts so it bad. It hurts really bad. I am a wonderful chaperone as well as an excellent host. Oh, Dave's there. Oh, Dave's helping catch frogs. This is adorable, yeah. actually. <laughs> okay, this is great. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. Nope. Vrisk's dead right there. I hate this. <laughs> Doc Scratch is telling Snowman to get the fuck out. 
And she does. <laughs> yeah, shoo, shoo. Oh, God. She's wearing her role-playing outfit. What the hell is she up to? Man, she's got her dumb dragon doll and everything. Guess she means business this time. Damn it, I've got to deal with this now. Anyway, if you actually get around to reading any of this, thanks for listening, John. If my outrageously great luck has any say in the matter, we'll be meeting up in no time. Just please consider what I said. Okay? Later. (sighs) Fuck this. Fuck this. I hate this. God damn it. TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Fuck this. Or seeing a Vriska's clock. Yep. Going between heroic and just. Yep. Oh, man, it moves real slow. Oh, and then it gets hit by the crowbar. That's weird. Because uh, it was stuck on just, and it keeps getting smashed with the crowbar. It, well, it was right in the middle, and then uh, it got hit by the crowbar, which we last saw Spade Slick use. Yeah. And now it's stuck on just. Stop. Uh, meanwhile, in the top half, Jade sees something behind Dave. Yeah. Oh, it's back. That. Yeah. And 1,000 out of 1... 1,001 out of 1,000 clocks destroyed. <laughs> Facepalm XO combo. Oh, for crying out loud. Slick, I can tolerate many things from a guest. Yeah, but Beck has shown Beck's up. Beck's here. Uh, I, yeah, I think I said that. Yeah. Curb manners. Air just womanizing. Murdering the help. Casual arson. Casual arson is really good. Uh, oh, but yeah, the Dave has that ruby sword. Dave. Yeah. Uh, Jade has a fucking assault rifle. Yeah, she's got uh, girl's best friend. Yeah. I, God, I love her. So good. I, I know. Shut up. But yeah, they, no, I did listen. <laughs> I, I, I really love Rose. Yeah. Like, let's not. Uh, but uh, this is Dave at like the end of his journey. Yeah. Like he is. This is when he's done time traveling. Yeah. Even atrocious candy bowl etiquette. But yeah, dead. <sighs> With this, this, uh, the Nick Cage looking off. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, there's the health bars. Yep. But it is the desecration of a priceless timepiece. Why I must draw the line? I'm afraid I must now insist that you take your beating quite personally. Break. Jesus. Just fucking smacks uh, Spade Slick and all the panels that we just saw come out and all his Scotty dogs come out as his hat flies off. And all his teeth come out. Good. Fuck that guy. There's like five, four or five Daves fighting Beck Noir up top. Jade is just opening fire. Yeah. All the pictures are flying everywhere. Then the pester walk. Frisco, wait! Oops, hold on. Typical therapist ceased pestering Rackford's grip. Exobiologist began pestering Rackford's grip. Hey, are you there? I did what you said. I can't tell if it worked. Hello? You didn't fly off to fight Jackhead, did you? I hope not. 
I mean, all that stuff he said sounds fun to me. I have hells of the cage flicked in my library. I do not even care that you're an alien. You see, cage is the universal concept which unites us all. Well, you haven't flown away. I look forward to your message in the future. It'll be nice to talk about all this stuff that just happened. Anyway, bye. That is... That's Car Cat, okay. right? Yeah. Oh, God. Hey! Oh, my fucking hell. This is so insanely awkward and sad. What is? Hang on. <laughs> uh. Arachnid cease trolling ectobiologists. You got that right, Car Cat. God. Also, man, Carcat still can't catch a fucking break. He's got to tell John that his alien girlfriend is dead. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate this. Heads. Yeah, so he definitely break heads. Jesus, he hits him with a book already just spitting blood everywhere. The book breaks in half. Yeah, fuck. Also, uh, look at Jade's gun. Yeah. Hell yes. Also, uh... More panels start flying. Yeah. Also, I like this, because now it's using old panels that we already see to... Because we get one of Carcat looking sad. Yeah. One of the computer, and then one of John. Yes. Carcinogen... Uh, do you want to yeah, keep being Carcat? Carcinogenesis began trolling ectobiologist. Hey! Carcat, that was you. Where's Friska? She. Oh, she what? Shit. I feel like an asshole for reading this whole thing. What whole thing? You mean what she wrote? Yeah. Why are you snooping around her computer? Because, wow, okay. So let me ask, did you both actually like each other? Uh... Like, I mean something vaguely resembling actual, genuine, mutual sentiment or whatever. Not some lopsided, pining bullshit. Uh, what are you talking about? Did you like her, you windsock-headed shitmouth, is what I'm asking. Well, yeah. Why? Okay, that's fine. Then we'll talk about it later. Talk about what? I need you to be able to think straight. We have important shit to go over, and I don't have much time. Ugh. God, I fucking hate this. <laughs> and so on. He just shurikens him. He just, he's gonna kill Spade Slick. Oh, but, uh, Jack, uh, Beck Noir went to go kill Dave... And, uh... Oh, Jade uh, steps in front. Yeah. Or or Dave pulls her in front? Yeah. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Well, to be fair, he knows Yeah, he knows, that... and it works. Just, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Alright. Like what? Plans. What plans? Never mind that. First, get out of the fucking blackout to a place where I can see you. Leave now. I'll contact you in a while once you've landed. Landed where? Lohack. Obviously. Oh, obviously. 
Well, how else do you think you're going to cause the scratch, idiot? You don't have any clue what's going on. Wait, of course you don't. You're wearing pajamas and giggling at clouds like each one was shaped like the ruinous bit of naked anatomy a human can recognize. No, I'm not. I mean, yes, I am wearing some pretty nice pajamas, but I know a lot of things, like about the tumor, which I've already recovered. Wait, I mean, the the tumor? Wait, fuck. I mean, ah, screw it. You know, the big bomb and some other stuff that totally the loop. Great. Awesome. Now get going. So, I have to cause the scratch, huh? Okay, I'm done here. Talk to you in one second for me. One long, windy fucking journey for you. Christianus has ceased trolling ectobiologist. Christianus began trolling ectobiologist. Okay. Hi. You let me down, Slick. Oh, uh, but he, like, pushes... He just kicks him out of this fucking building. Um... Meanwhile, at the top, uh, Jade and uh, Dave are uh, combining their powers to just fuck up everything. This is cool as hell. Yeah, they're doing the how to go redshift. God, that's fucking cool again. And so, yeah, and like again, like we get all these panels of like one is like car cat like in front of the computer, like covered in Gamzee blood. Yeah. Uh, John is, above like, Lohack. Yeah, one is, like, Carcat, like, crying as... Jack comforts him. Like, way back in, like, you know, high bit. Yeah. Now, let's get down to business. Aren't you gonna ask me how my journey was? No. It was long and windy, but a lot of fun. I like flying. It's so much fun. Oh, I bet it's just the biggest fucking blast a guy can have without a pair of shin gloves secured on his two trembling fists. You haven't tried it? Every douche got to fly but me, even the cripple. May he rest in peace, I fucking guess. Wait, is that the guy who Friska killed? Oh god, you actually know about that? You know what, I give the fuck up trying to stand you in her. <laughs> Why? Egbert, god damn it, will you shut your mouth and listen? Okay, but is something wrong? What? A while ago, we, you talked to me, and it sounded like you were in danger, and it sounds like some people died, but you never told me what happened. Then I got distracted by a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, something's wrong. Or was. A bunch of us died. The end. I don't really want to talk about it. Oh. Are, are you sure? Yes, and not just because, oh, the clock is rapidly ticking down to something we're calling the critical moment. And no, I don't know what that is, so close your reeking questioning geyser before it asks. But I'm your friend, aren't I? Oh, God. Well? John, I can't handle talking about it, okay? I just got done dealing with Gamzee, and I'm feeling pretty emotional about it. So please, no. Who's Gamzee? He was my best friend. Uh, really? I thought Terezi was your best friend. Or, wait, maybe she was your girlfriend? I forgot. Oh, my think pan, it hurts. It's presently threatening to make me its bitch, John. Is that what you want? Do you want your cool alien pal to become the bitch of a raw, throbbing think pan? Such is the scenario before us. Sorry, I didn't mean to be nosy. I just wanted to know some things about your situation. I'm concerned. Gamzee was my very good friend, who was this goofy, lovable bullshit clown until he went psycho and killed some people. I liked him a lot. I don't know. 
I guess my best friend is just really the guy who I happen to be feeling the most sentimental to at the moment. Is that a fucking crime? <laughs> no. I think I know how you feel. So he kills some people, and then what? So then I... It's okay. You can tell me. John, trust me, you wouldn't understand. It's just a troll thing. Humans wouldn't get it. You might think I was a shithead, and I can't deal with that now on top of everything. So let's drop it. Hmm. Okay, if you say so. Oh, I can't believe I almost forgot. I've been dying to know since I was back home. Did you know if Rose is okay? Did it work? I thought I could rely on you of all people. Well, I just like, uh, like, John, like, no, like, what's wrong? Yeah, hey, we're, like, we're friends. We've been through this yeah. together. What's up? And then, and then, like, when, like, Carcat makes it, like, super serious, like, no, really, I don't like, really, I can't. And he's like, okay, 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 I understand. John's yeah. the nicest boy. John's the nicest boy. John's the nicest boy. <sighs> uh, next page. Uh, but. <laughs> He has, like, flown, uh, to a, uh, whole other, uh, house. Yeah. Or, like, apartment, and doof! In the same way Vriska did. Yep. She got punched by Kanaya. <laughs> and, uh, spit, and, uh, Dr. Scratch pulls out his gun. A fucking gun! Yeah, and in, uh, the, uh, panels we see... We see a Friska, that panel of Friska yeah, getting, getting doofed. doofed. John's standing on the edge of something. Uh, he's on the edge of the uh, beat mesa. Right. Carcat looking uh, at Carcat his demosis. Uh, Rose waking up on Durse. And a dead mother. Yeah. Uh, up top, Jade is unloading on Beck, but it doesn't look like it's doing much. It looks like he's, like, almost disappearing. Yeah, he's fading out. Yeah. She's fine. She woke up alive on Durst. Really? That's the rule, John. You kiss a dead player in time, and their dream self takes over, assuming they still have one. Oh, wow. It's incredible you've reached god-tier status without even understanding the more mundane means of resurrection available. Wait, your unfailing cluelessness makes it the opposite of incredible. My mistake. So I guess would not have worked with my dad then, or Rose's mom. No, but that's exactly what I wanted a picture happening behind the black curtain, John. You snogging up your dead-hatted man, Lucis. Thank you for that mental image. Or Rose's adult woman, Lucis. Maybe a dead woman sweeps your senior is your more your cup of sauce, since apparently. You are not a homosexual, whatever that even means, not even to speak of your racist, weird, absurd qualms with the notion of incest, which, again, still sort of wondering how that can even be a thing. Uh. Is that your game, Egbert? You had your eye on Madame Lalonde, and you've been waiting for a convenient resurrection opportunity to bust out your most passionate smooch motifs kept in reserve and in front of her dead female offspring, no less. Just shameful. Well, she's a very pretty lady, but that seems like a really inappropriate thing to think about, Carcat. You don't say. What were we even talking about anymore? I don't know. I'm frankly pretty obsessed about finding the dead in the magic castle. I guess I was wondering aloud if something could have been done. 
or at least maybe to talk about it without any tyrant being involved. Exactly. You are embarking down tragedy lane, and we've got to stamp that garbage out. We can't have you getting all morose while we've got so many irons in the fire. Oh, fuck, loaded phrase. Forget I said that. Just clam your shit up and forget your stupid guardian like I did with my dear crab monster custodian, who I adored in no way whatsoever. You're being a douche. Wait, what am I saying? You're always a douche. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> your dad was a crab monster? Shut the fuck up. We were talking about something important. Rose, remember? Yeah. She is waiting on Durst for your bomb to be delivered. It will arrive safely a little later. Oh, great. How do you know it gets, it gets there? Jade told me. Oh, but... So if Rose has her dream self... And yeah. just her dream self... That suicide mission became a lot more suicide. Yeah, that suicide mission got way more suicidal. To do what it is you do best. Oh, well... To the top here... Oh, no... Beck has transported the bullets to shoot Dave... In the back. Yeah, so... Jane is technically <sighs> shooting. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, uh, Dr. Gratch pulls his doodly firearms. Then we see... Uh, Man. Uh, Dave on Durse. Uh, Jade doing frogs... Kanaya at the volcano? Yeah, uh... No, that might be Jade. No, that's Kanaya. I, but it's Kanaya. It's meant to yeah. really, you know, imply. And there's a couple dead Daves here. Yeah, there, there's one dead Dave from when, uh, here's the radio, and one Dave still on Durse. Yeah. Because he, you know, he still gets affected. Right. And so he's fucking riddled. Yeah. Uh, and then... Carcat dismissing the thought of Jade kissing Jade. Yeah, I'm sorry for all the Carcat you have to read, by the way. It's I'll I will get through it. If you want to switch at any point, just tell me. Uh, I think I can get through. Jade from further ahead on your timeline. Before my piece of shit clown bro made everything terrible here, she and I were hammering out these plans. I talked to her across pretty much the full spread of her timeline until the scratch starts and the feed cuts out. So I have a sense of the whole picture here, and it's my job now to put some things in motion. Uh, that's cool. It's nice to hear you're working together. I should message Jade and see what she's up to. You should sit your ass tight and do what the fuck I tell you the fuck to fucking do. Uh. Anyway, she and Dave do a lot of frog breeding, accelerating the process significantly by exploiting time travel with help from me and Kanaya, since we were in charge of frog duties in our session. Frog duties? Wait, which one is Kanaya again? Don't interrupt. I'm following a train of thought. Oh, okay. Kanaya's my other best friend, and she was the hero of space like Jade, which means she's the stoker of the forge and is basically in charge of frogs, which sounds stupid, I know. You breed the right frog to make the universe you want to make, which is a long, arduous process and kind of fucked it up in my game. That's a whole other story, which I'll get to later, okay? Uh, wow. Okay. She and Dave ran into Jack, which I'm sure he must have seen coming because I've never seen anyone exploit time travel so shamelessly as him. Not even Aradia. Uh, Aradia? Just another dead troll. Who cares? Uh... 
Stop frowning. She was already dead before she died. Uh. So she and Dave fought with him a while, and long story short, he died. What? But it's fine. I guess that was his plan, like some bizarre useless last stand, even if he didn't tell Jade, who was pretty freaked out until I talked her through it. Did she kiss him too? You are not supposed to kiss her, Mr. Noir. You're supposed to kill her! You know, Beck kind of looks kind of sad at what he did. Yeah, he's not very happy about... Well, because he made Jade kill him. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh... <laughs> Pictures of Terezi kissing, uh... Tavros, John kissing Rose, uh... Carcat kissing, uh, Kanaya. And Jade kind of, like, weirdly kissing... Like, about Dave. to kiss Dave. Like, I don't... I don't know if I'm gonna do this. Uh, but, uh, Doc Grudge flips around the gun and hands it to, uh, Spade Slick. Yeah. And his head is now an eight ball, so he is just saying, kill, uh, Snowman. Snowman. Which would yep. end the universe. That's how he would die. It's a good way to kill him. Yep. Yeah. Right there while Jack watched like a fucking creep. But it worked. OMG, Carcat. It's like your shitty shipping grid is coming true before our very eyes. <laughs> Remember when you made that ugly thing? Who gives a fuck about shipping or my ludicrous stranglehold over all topics concerning romance? I'm still talking. He woke up alive on Durst and met with Rose. That was the end of the line for Alpha Dave. To my knowledge, he doesn't time travel after that, and he and Rose stay on Durst waiting for the bomb until you start to scratch. But I can't see either of them because of the blackout lingering around Rose for whatever reason. Nobody knows what's up with that. Regardless, his job is to plot a course through the ring to find the sun. When he does, either he or Rose will deliver the bomb. I don't know which. Oh, man. This is fucked up. Fucked up. So either... Now Lee... Yeah, so now either Rose or Dave... Is gonna die. Yeah. Now leave and never darken my door again. Uh, the... We got the window. It goes from... Uh... Jade and Dave to the apartment again. The mess in the apartment. Uh... From Doc Scratch to the broken clock. But he teleports uh, Space Lick away first. Yeah. They were seeing... Uh, one is... Jade uh, uh, Sprite being made. Yeah. Jade uh, Sprite kissing. Yeah, Jade Sprite kissing Jade. Gamzee sitting on, on the um, thing waiting for Equius. Uh... uh Gamzee on Vriska's computer. No, that's a Carcat. Oh, Carcat, oh, yeah, sorry. Blood on him. Yeah. Uh, Jade and Beck and some big snake thing. Yeah, which we saw very quickly on the, uh, like, in the flash where she fought the imp. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, if you look at the corner. Which corner? The left corner, down. Oh, the yardstick. Yeah, we got the yard. The yard. The yellow yard. But now they don't have dream selves left. Whoever goes will be risking their life for good, won't they? That would be the logical extension of these facts, yes. 
This is that's unacceptable. Can I do it? Apparently immortal because God to your business, so that probably would not kill me. Okay, but don't you think there's a remote possibility that going on a suicide mission to save all of reality would count as a heroic death? Hmm. Maybe I could try to be not all that brave while I do it. You asshole, of course you'd be brave. Tends to be what happens when you do something really fucking courageous. Yeah, I just don't want to lose anyone else's all. That's just how it is. I've lost friends for way more pointless reasons. You're all out of options here. You'd be risking death just as much as they would, and they're better qualified to handle the mission as the Durst Dreamers. Jade's dream self is dead, too, so she's out. Or to be more specific, her dream self is an overly emotional dog who went off whimpering somewhere. I'm pretty sure she'll be completely useless. Oh, yeah. She mentioned something about that? She said she'd prototype her dream self? What happened with that? She doesn't like to talk about it. Kind of a sore subject. Why? She thinks she's selfish and completely hysterical and I guess hates that part of herself she represents. But I mean, the thing she spent a long time being dead and moving on, it's not like you could just bring somebody back and expect them to give a shit about all the stuff you think is important. I've tried to tell her that her sprite self is probably nowhere near as despicable as she's making out with herself to be. I mean, making herself out to be. You know what I mean. Uh. Look, I'm just saying, we've all got flaws, even her. And for all the shit she's given me on this very subject, she keeps herself dangling from a very high hook. She'd be doing a major personal solid by making at least some attempt to get herself off. Wait, fuck, what did I just say? Wow. I meant let herself off. The hook. The fucking hook. It's a figure of goddamn speech. Raise his eyebrow. Put those back down before my hot acid rage breath burns them off your idiotic face. Okay, I'm putting the book down. Uh, as not suggestively as possible. What were we even talking about? It wasn't this, whatever this is. What is what this is? Oh, it's nothing, you shit. It's been the whole conversational equivalent of us whistling through our snort barrels while touching each other inappropriately. What? What? Was that another weird erotic slip of the tongue? No, that was me being worked up into this ridiculous fucking conniption and saying something inflammatory. God! How does that not be clear by now? Okay, well, what I'm getting for this, aside from the possibility that Jade may or may not have kissed Dog Jade at some point, is that neither of them will be able to help with the bomb plan. That's exactly right. The Pajama Prodigy uses Puzzle Sponge today. Besides, Jade is responsible for other important parts of the plan. For one thing, you'll have to wait for her to send you one the code for the quills. You can't scratch the mesa without them. She got them from her denizen, or will later on her timeline, now that she lit the forge and woke the monster up. Aren't those those really tough to kill guys? Yeah. Uh, did she kill him? Hell if I know. Her explanation of the entire encounter boiled down to, and I quote, Shenanigans. Limed for infuriatingly vague. <laughs> Anyway, after she gives that to you, she then has to go through with the rest of the plan, which is making sure you all survive after the scratch, minus one of the Durst Dreamers, of course. The plan revolves around some really baffling, hand-waving mumbo-jumbo, which I don't really understand, but she told me to trust her about it because the info comes from a reliable informant, whitened for smug tool. It involves something to do with a yellow lawn ring. Which isn't the human word for it. It's just your word. It's so dumb. I feel dumb saying it. Word for what? 
I guess your entire escape plan somehow pivots critically around an unwatered piece of residential property? Doesn't matter what it means. Jade says she has this figured out, and I don't have much time to do much but trust her. The point is, she's all booked up and all too mortal, so she won't be delivering the bomb, and neither will you. Okay, well, what about this? Since she's mortal, and I'm not, sort of, and if I don't need to do the scratch for a while, then can I go help her? Maybe she could use some protection. Maybe that... Maybe that's what Dave was just trying to do when he temporarily died. Remember, Jack is still on the loose. He killed Rose and Dave once, and me twice! No, 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 no. Sweet, bleeding Jigas, Egbert. You keep bragging about your immortality and then brainlessly announce plans to go off and do something heroic. You're going to have the shortest lifespan of any immortal in history. Sorry. Besides, it's a total non-issue. Jack wouldn't hesitate to stab you again, but he won't hurt Jade for some reason. If anything, you'd use her protection. Really? I never noticed when looking through her timeline earlier. It wasn't until I was talking to her in those time frames that she told me he just keeps following her around. I can see him off the distance in some frames, just lurking there, shadowing her movements. It's incredibly disturbing. He lingers around her until the scratch begins and I lose the feed, never once doing anything threatening. She says she thinks it's because Jack inherited loyalty of her Lucis. If she's right, I guess her Lucis really didn't offer her the most protection possible by prototyping itself a bit by dooming us all. That idiot. Aw, that's actually kind of cute. Sadly, he holds no such loyalty to any of us here. He regards us all as ripe for the repeated skewering. Aw, fuck, maybe we all should have dressed like Jade? Can't believe the stroke of genius only occurred to me now. I don't think he'd be fooled. Dogs have pretty good sense of smell. It was a motherfucking joke. (laughs) Man, this is a good one. Yeah. Like, Clark had just going, you know, like, making out with herself to be, I mean, making out to be. God. Get herself off. No, I mean letting herself, no, it's a, it's an expression, get, you know what I mean, Egbert, I swear to God, don't you fucking dare. And, like, just the image, you're like, put those eyebrows down. Put those eyebrows down, put those motherfucking eyebrows down. Uh... Carcat's so fucking horny. Stop it. Or apparently Jade has also been talking to a reliable informant. Yeah, we know that boy. We know that boy. We know those words. And then John, yeah, also going like, well, maybe I'll be the one. And then like, no, don't fuck it. Stop it. No, dude, you cannot. Like, you keep announcing things. You keep saying like, oh, I'm immortal, so I can go do this. No, you're going to get the heroic death, you idiot. Also, I like how this whole mix-up between, like, the yellow yards. Yeah, the yellow lawn ring. Yeah, because Karkat assumed that she meant yard as in yard. Like, home. Yeah. And so that confuses John of what it actually is. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Will you look at this mess? He, like, teleports in and puts the clock somewhere. Yeah. There's the Durst Dreamers, the whole dream session with Aradia and all those people. Uh, uh, John first talking to Carcat in Act 5. Yeah. Uh, the shipping grid. Shipping grid, a Carcat uh, waxing black for John. Yep. Uh, very, very. Uh, we see the uh, something from like Act like 2. 
that little machine back there, right? Yeah, which had the uh, yeah. the session, I think, of eight. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter anymore. If we can ride this out for a little longer until the critical moment, and Dave and Rose destroy the sun, Jack shouldn't be a threat. Conveniently, if they're successful, that will signal the beginning of the end of our own escape plan. What is your plan? Apparently, the explosion will be so huge it will be visible at great distances throughout the furthest ring, even from different sessions, like yours and ours. You won't get to see it because even then, your session should be wiped out by the scratch. But we will. The plan is to use it as a beacon and travel there as a rendezvous point. Rendezvous with who? We've got people there. That's what Jade tells me. Jade knows so many things lately. What's even her deal? Hell if I know. This is basically dream intelligence. Every time she goes to sleep, she has more to ramble about. She says I should go to sleep to find out, but I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to be napping between making all these plans, getting persecuted by this demented honking asshole? So, yeah, we'll meet in the aftermath of the explosion with our people on the inside, or I guess I should say outside. I don't think they could come with us, though. Come with you where? Who are they? Dead people. As for where, it's not like we're going to stick around there forever. That would probably be depressing since we're not fucking ghosts. The Scratch will reboot your session. Your whole universe, actually. So somewhere in this dreadful abyss, that new session will start up in its own insisophere from scratch. Look at that. Another pun because I'm using that fucking word every other sentence. Kill me now. But that from scratch fucking laughs. Session is what you're shooting for to survive. The idea is for you to all preserve yourselves by escaping there. Through the lawn ring? Yes. Once you're there, you will help us find our way there, too, and then we can finally figure out what the fuck to do with the rest of our lives. Oh! So then, this is how we're supposed to meet. This is kind of exciting! Yeah, I guess if enough of us are alive by then to meet. So, I guess you're not worried about it turning into a huge, sloppy makeout fest anymore. Uh, right. <laughs> John, you and Vriska better keep your hands to yourselves, or everyone's gonna be really uncomfortable. No interspecies funny business, is that clear? But I'm convincingly flipping my lid about this, waving my arms around a lot and making all my best yelling faces. Wow, look at that. It's time to change the subject again. Huh? Poof. Subject changed. If it works and you wind up in the new session, that's why it'll be important to make sure one of these Durst Dreamers stays with you so they can guide us there from the ring. Won't there be other players in the new session? Like, alternate universe versions of... or such... Probably, but those chumps won't know anything about us, or all our plans. Why would they? Uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird, though. So, out of everything we just talked about, this is the thing that has you tripping globes? Whatever you say. Uh, but I guess it's sort of comforting, too. If Rose or Dave have to go off and die, at least I get to see them again, in a way. Even if I will only be an alternate version John to them. Maybe Dad will be alive in that session, too. Okay, maybe. But before you get too excited about that, you've got to make sure you get there first. Which means you have to do what I say and stick to the plan. You need to focus on getting ready to start the scratch. The game doesn't make a hard reset that easy to pull off. Once you initiate it, the game throws everything it's got at you. Which is one reason why you're still the best guy for the job. Because of your superpowers and silly, windy bullshit. Okay, I'll do my best. What should I do right now? Get prepared. Make all the equipment you think you'll need. Stay out of trouble. 
Wait for Jay to send you that code. Wait for me to contact you for the first time and do your best to humor him while he ignorantly attempts to flame you back into the puddle of slime you crime out of. Please. Oh, man. Our first conversation ever? I can't wait. Yeah, but can I just say something in my defense before that happens? I don't actually hate you, and I never did. I was deluding myself. Deep down, I'm sure I was always pretty okay with you. Thanks, Carcat. It wasn't a fucking compliment. <laughs> God. <laughs> buddy. Buddy. He's like, no, I, I didn't actually hate you. And he's like, I don't actually hate you. And John's like, okay, John, thanks. I don't, I don't want to fuck. And like, no, he's like, no, you don't get it. No, John's like, okay. So they're going to try to go to the new session. Yeah, they're going to get in the new session, but they're going to meet up at this bomb that exploded because it's going to let off a huge beacon. Yep. Okay. There's going to be alternate universe forms of them. Sure. Yeah. Let's fucking, let's fucking do this. This scrapbook is now in hopeless disarray. He's zapping around between the panels. Yeah, he's zapped. He cleaned up the top one. Yeah. There's pictures everywhere, multiple books. Well, that's the two pieces of the book. Yeah. Feel free to examine the clippings while I tidy. Uh, so now we can click the panels. Oh, I clicked the jade one. Oh, it just takes you to that page, huh? Yeah, uh, so I guess we'll just start with the jade one. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, true. I didn't know if you wanted to save <laughs> jade for last. No, dude, let's do this. Okay. It's jade sprite, though. Yeah, it's jade sprite. She's very sad. Very sad. Next. Oh, she looks around. She sees something. She sees something. Next. Oh. Dave? Dave Sprite. That's weird. He's got like a bandage. Yeah. Next. Hey. Weird. Yeah, we thought Dave Sprite was dead. Yeah, he... Well, I mean, he was dead as hell, but I guess not. He lost a wing. He got stabbed. Yeah, he has... One less wing, he's bleeding everywhere, but he's got that bandage. So it's fine. Sure. Also, he's not actually alive, so... Hmm. Yeah, no, so who cares? Feel free to examine the clippings while I tidy. Yeah, now we're back to that. Uh, which one should we do? Uh, up to you. I will click Dave's apartment. Uh, yeah, it's Dave's apartment. Next. Oh, this is young Dave. Here's one for you. It's a whopper. You ready? Or what? Next. Don't want to do Rose. Yeah, I know. This huge fucking whopper I'm about to just say. You mean a carnet of behemoth ex- embellishment? What? What was your resolve finally dismantled by the siren song of all the flame boiled beef? No, no. Okay. First, do you even have Burger Kings out in the fucking woods? Why do you reference things that obviously aren't in the woods like terrible burgers? I'll limit my establishment to reference of lumber mills and sugar shack. These from now on. Also, there's a Burger King less than 40 minutes from my house. I won't let this stand in the way of the new policy, though. There is... Okay, whatever. I'm talking about a dream I just had. I mean, it was a doozy, like, psychologically speaking. Doozy is slightly dumber word than Whopper. Certainly less delicious. It was absurdly heavy-handed. My subconscious was really slathering it on. Like, whatever tangy sludge the king himself squirts on his bargain patties, it's possible that I dreamt it ironically, I don't know. I figured you'd be interested in hearing about it, 
It's every bit as thick and juicy as a half pound of sizzling grade A premium. Okay, this is stupid. We've got to get burgers out of this conversation. Are you busy? Yes. Cool. Listen to this. God damn it, Dave. 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 Next. I just love that. Like, are you busy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, like. Okay, cool. I don't give a shit. Oh, Rose is making a. Snow octopi. Well, snow horror terrors. Yeah. I thought you didn't want me to analyze your dreams anymore. No, but this one is too good not to put under the microscope with your whole precocious psychotherapy shtick. It's almost laughably symbolic of all my mental problems, assuming I actually have those. It is grotesquely pregnant with meaning. It's all gestating at least eight gooey octoputs, thrashing around in an undulating belly full of mind slime. Maybe we can start by evaluating the, that troubling metaphor. No, look. I just want your professional take on how many things in my dream symbolize dicks. We've already established that all your dreams are packed with enough homoerotic symbolism to lift Freudian theory from the ashes of discreditation. Yeah, that's a given, but I didn't even dream about puppets this time. Are you serious? I'm clearing my schedule. This is a major breakthrough. I know. It was so much more relaxing and enjoyable. It was about me dying repeatedly. Cool. Which I mean... Great job, Dave. That definitely happens. Yeah, I mean, that happens. Next. Aw. Rose. She's just putting little teeth on it. Put some teethies. Go on. I was in this dark place surrounded by this big flock of crows. God, this is so generically morbid. I'm sorry to advance for exposing you to my unconscious mind's stupid cliches. It's okay. They wouldn't be conflated if they didn't comprise the unanimously understood bedrock of phallic symbolism with no other viable interpretation. Well, obviously I knew the birds were just black screaming sky dongs. Just hear me out. I kept dying. There kept being these little traps I would go, like one way and get my head chopped off, go another way and get stabbed or whatever. Every time I died, the dream reset itself and I was standing there alive and ready to try and escape again. But each time I'd be watching myself from the vantage point of a different crow. Like, I was the crow all squawking around in circles like I'm a cob-flapping douche. And I would always watch myself try to do something different to dodge the trap, but I always ended up dead. Hmm. Well, I've learned anything... Well, if I've learned anything from my extensive skimming over the Wikipedia article of dream analysis, it's that this dream is very unlikely to have any lyrical significance whatsoever. Probably not about dying at all. You mean maybe it's about anxiety over maintaining my blogs? Or that my beats might not be ill enough? Yes, in fact, if you were on my couch, that would have been my next question as a licensed professional. Mr. Strider, have you considered that your actually dread is to have your urban rhythms exposed for what they truly are, which is, clinically speaking, just shy of the bomb? And then we crack up laughing because we both know they're fresher than your mom's change of drawers and tighter than when she's wearing them. Listening to you continue to your mother and her underpants is... Definitely keeping us bored high above the swirling Freudian hellhole. Well done. Please, it's not like she's my mom. I can visualize her choice ass all I want without it getting much more than moderately uncomfortable for everyone involved. What if you're wrong? About what? Her not being your mother. Uh... Don't worry, you're probably safe. Luckily, I can think of no literally historical precedent for that sort of folly whatsoever. 
this isn't the first time you've insinuated we're related. What is up with that? Isn't it? No. I mean, I'm not sure. I feel like you've brought it up before, which is kind of weird, but now I don't know. I think I'm getting this weird deja vu thing where I was sure we talked about this. Forget it. Why don't you tell me more about your dream? Okay. So I kept dying, it kept being crows and stuff, and then I started to notice something coming from the sky. It was this faint, eerie singing, and I look up and there's nothing there. Just darkness. That's interesting. I've read about this. What did you read? Certain texts say singing from the unknowable void carries a message. That's represent that its recipient has selected for a mission of supreme cosmic importance. That it results in your death and that of billions more. What the fuck sort of crackpot psychology text would say something like that? It's not from a psychology text. So then you're consulting astrology books now? Not astrology, more like zoology. Oh my fucking god, will you put that away? Okay, keep describing the dream though. If the rest of it is incompatible with the progress of the zoology duelist, I will withdraw the insinuation. There's not even much more to it. I looked up in the sky and didn't see anyone singing. But even though the sky was black, I could see the sun. It was bright as hell even through my shades. So I flapped my wings and flew up away to it like a fucking piece of garbage. And that's it. This doesn't strike you as an impulse of self-destruction? No. Not in the sense that it was a dark sacrificial zoology mission. It was more like somewhere to go besides watching myself die a lot from the vantage point of feathery murder dumb shitty birds. So, if hypothetically you were to accept such a mission, or even insist upon one, it would be the spirit of genuine sacrifice, but of escape? What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, something's wrong. This whole conversation's falling apart. Isn't this how... This whole conversation's falling apart. This isn't how it originally went at all. Oh, we were making such good progress, too. Why do you have to go and remember? This happened months ago. Does this mean I'm dead? Yeah, dude. Uh, also, Dave talking about his mom's choice ass. Yeah, his mother's choice ass. She's not my mom. Great job, Dave. <laughs> not my mom. I don't have to worry about it. I don't give a fuck. God damn it. Next. Uh, but yeah, I, I do like like the whole thing of like, it's... If Dave were to take the suicide mission, it's not because he wants to sacrifice himself to be a hero... It's escape, it's... Yeah. Because he just doesn't like being. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, we see them transform into Durst streamers, and now they're on Durst. Yeah, they're in the Durst, yeah. What do you think? Stop it. This is so sick, using the dream bubble bullshit to pick apart my psyche. Am I dead or asleep? If you're starting to remember, you should be able to tell me. God damn it. Maybe I'm just as confused as you about it. Yeah, right. Am I dead or asleep, Dave? I don't know. Try to remember. Feel free to examine the clippings. Yes, that brings us back to... Yep, the main page. Uh, John and Vriska. Okay. Oh, he was just talking to, uh, Kanaya. Right. Uh, Rackton Skip, controlling Ghosty Trickster. <clears throat> Hi, John Human. Ah. Next. Yeah, this is young John. 
Yeah, this is Baby John. Oh, I like this panel. Yeah, this is really good. It's like a speech bubble, but it's going into each of their... Their interconnected speech bubbles on the computers. Yeah. Excuse me, it's alien time troll, but I am trying to wrap a present. Really? You all have the worst timing. Yes, I can see that. Two ugly garments and seeds for some kind of strange earth vegetable? Pretty lame present, John. Nope. Not gonna ask Kate, know my name or what I'm sending. Don't care. One of those ugly garments for me also. it's not ugly. It's awesome. Not as awesome as something you'll be wearing later, thanks to me. Uh-oh. My mouse is having danger to close the box, button. it always does that when I talk to Joel. It's the dangest thing. Calm down. I just thought I would foreshadow my existence to you at this quaint moment on your timeline. It's way too tempting not to let you know I've taken great care to become a very important feature of your life. Or, for that matter, to let you know that I'll be giving you a present so much better than the useless crap you're shoving in that box. I'll be giving you the gift of immortality. Ah, sweet. That has been on my wish list. Ranging just below a making this little monster poster telling Hollywood superstar Howie Mandel. Can I expect it to arrive on my next birthday? Yes, as a matter of fact. Nice guess. It'll come at a cost, though. The Mandel poster or immortality? The latter, jackass. In order for you to claim it, you'll have to be quite gullible and allow me to arrange your murder. I see. Here's where all the sick trolling begins. You can keep your present. I'm not interested. But you will be. You'll happily go along with everything I tell you to do. And then once I've completely earned your trust, I will kill you, John. <sighs> the other troll I just talked to is way better, if a tad grumpy. At least she was down talking about cool movies, sort of. But this is all true. I've seen it already. You have no idea how delicious the dramatic irony is right now. You will die. I will lead you into a trap and watch you bleed to death on a big stone slab with a sword stuck in your chest. And there's nothing you can do about it. In fact, it's already happened. That's nice. A scram, troll. I'll leave you alone soon enough. I was just feeling pretty pleased with myself about all the brilliant plans I made for you and your friends. Stopping by in your past to mess with your head is really just a courtesy, because I like to think we're pretty good uh, friends. Because I like to think we're pretty good friends by the time I get around to killing you. Oh, you got me. My feathers are all ruffled, and I can no longer tell my ass apart from a big orange earth vegetable. Now can you leave me alone? I guess so. But my inevitable grisly murder of you notwithstanding, you're a pretty fun guy to hassle. It'll be difficult sparing you from the privilege of my company until your game begins. That is basically the worst pickup line I've ever heard. Please, John, as if there were any conceivable sequence of events which could lead me to consider you as a viable romantic partner in any quadrant, even the pale ones. Blurp, derp, blurp. More plausible alien-sounding things. Weren't you leaving? Yes. Okay, then. I mean, I was going to, but now I guess I'm not. Oh. Why? Because this isn't really happening. It isn't? It did once, but now it's just a memory. I guess I must be dead. Yep. I hate this still. <laughs> I still hate this. I, I, I still fucking hate this. It hurts. Yep. Next. Oh. Yep. Vriska is in her room with the brakes on the wall. 
a bunch of horn piles for some reason and Gamzee's unicycle. So it must just be a shared bubble right now with Gamzee. Or she's just thinking a lot about Gamzee. Yeah, that too. Because, yeah, you, know. you know, that was a fucking thing that was happening. Okay, is this conversation over now? Can I keep packing my present? This conversation is as it went before is already over. I said goodbye and you blocked me. Don't you remember? Well, I was going to block you, but then I didn't for some reason. Exactly, because we've already been through this. You're either asleep or dead like me. Man, I can't believe I let her trick me like that. Such an amateur mistake. I guess I'm feeling something like deja vu. Maybe. I still don't think I believe you, though. Hey, do you have any recollection at all of the last message I sent you before I died? I don't even know who you are. Yeah, I figured. Just as well. I made some pretty embarrassing confessions to you. I guess I'm getting what I asked for in a way, even though it's not what I pictured. What did you ask for? I asked if you wanted to, you know, hang out. Was this after you killed me and gave me your immortality? Yes. So what do you say? Or what do you think you might have said? About what? You mean hanging out? Yeah. Oh god, this is so ridiculous. You're just a crazy troll on the internet. I need to get back to packing up my present for a friend. We're not going to hang out. I'm sorry. John, there is no present. You're not in your hive, and you don't have anything to send. She received it a long time ago. None of this matters anymore. If you don't believe me, you're free to look out your window. What will that accomplish? It might help you remember, and you'll be able to see me. If you want. Next. Uh, yeah, it is... Uh, room is now, like, getting parts of, like, low ass in it. Yeah. Got an arm. Been a while since that. What's that? We got an arm. Oh, God, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen one of those. What's he doing? Yeah, but he's looking out. See snow. Next. And Vriska's out there. Yep. There's Vriska. Feel free to examine the clippings. There's a really good song about this... Part, that part yeah uh, called uh, do you remember me oh god uh, we have two more on this page yep uh, let's do the battleship battleship it's flying through space yeah this is the one that uh, CD with uh, Liv Tyler is piloting with Liv Tyler and WV yeah. next no uh CD's oh they're doing it like CD's doing something Liv Tyler doesn't seem happy about it no, next. CD is picking the wallet. Liv Tyler is furious. Next. WV's oblivious. Chase, 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 chase. Secret ambush. Has the wallet. Feel free to examine the clippings. We have one last one on this page. The Nepeto? Yeah. Jaspers, I guess I should say farewell to you now. Why, Nepeta? Because this is the end of your timeline, and I don't know what cat puns to you after this. I mean, happens to you after this. <laughs> that one was kind of obtuse. Sorry. What's the timeline? Hmm, it's a hard question. Okay, imagining a long, tempting strand of yarn. Yes. Oh, yes, so great. Now, imagine instead of being made of wiggly, enticing stuff, it's made of what lets you exist. And you're right at the twitching tip of it. Don't you see? Look at the sky. Yeah, yes, I see the sky. and can tell that indeed something's going on. 
Aside from that, I don't really understand what you said, being a cat, though. That's fine. You don't have to try too hard. All you have to know is that the scratch, and I'm not 100% sure what happens to next for you. Purr, purr. I still think it's nice that you slip cat things in the things you say. So clever and wonderful, Nepeta. <laughs> What's the scratch? Well, you know Rose's friend John? Yes, of course. Imagine that he's using this great big circle, like a really fun scratching post, and it makes all this light come out that changes everything. Just after he starts doing that, the sky goes funny everywhere, and then I can't see you anymore. Yes. That's what it is. I think I understand completely. I'm a bit nervous for you, especially since you remind me so much of somebody I already lost. But maybe you'll be okay? I don't know. I'm not worried, Nepeta. Uh, so you shouldn't either. It's not as if I have never died before. You're a brave kitty, just like Pounce was. Pounce was a cat like me? Yes, she was amazing. I bet you and she would have gotten along famously. Oh, I bet you... I bet you're right. <laughs> was she nice to sniff? Yes, she smelled really good, and also she was super beautiful. Wow. You Did you ever have someone nice back on Earth who you loved? Rose! I loved Rose! <laughs> of course you did. I mean a nice cat who was your mate spread? There was a time I remember I was thinking about girl cats a lot for some reason. I saw them in my house make all these big meows and look out the windows with my nose tucked in the glass. But then Rose's mom took me to the place where I was scared to be for a while, and then when I was at home again, I didn't do the meows anymore. I guess I didn't think about the girl cats after that, which just as well because I never... I never came to the windows, really. Now I'm... And my biggest meows. That's too bad. But I bet lots of girl cats would have loved to be with you. If only there'd been someone around to hear your love me meows. You're really nice. You're really nice to say so, Nepeta. What about you, though? Me? Yes. Well, I've never told anybody this. Not even my Morail. <laughs> He's the last guy I might tell, so he wouldn't be approved. But yes, I like somebody for quite some time, but alas, he doesn't know it. Why don't you tell him? Hmm. Maybe you could win his affection by rubbing your cheek against him. That's what I would do. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm too shy even for that. He's so adorably grumpy all the time, it probably wouldn't go over well. It's hard to explain. Maybe cats think differently. But trolls tend to be pretty cautious about expressing their feelings when it comes to the flushed quadrant. What's a quadrant? It's... um... Okay, it has romantic applications, but it's also something more general than that. A quadrant is... How do I say this? Hmm. A quadrant is a thing in a group of things that consists of four similar things. Like paws? Exactly like paws! I see, that's really easy to get. I think you should tell them that you like them, and you might not get the chance if you don't. For instance, I think instead of meowing at a window, I should just scurry that door before I could, before it could close. Then I might have found a girl cat to sniff. Oh well. Yeah. I know, but it's just not that simple. I guess I can make someone else jealous, I think. And what if he doesn't feel the same way? And oh, It's so complicated. Maybe I just need to let go of the silly infatuation. It's never going to happen, honestly. You shouldn't lose hope. I have another story that might give you some hope, even though it actually... It should be noted again that I'm only a cat. Oh? 
yes, one time I was with Rose. I was sitting there, dressed up in my suit with her, as happy can be. But then she disappeared. The whole place disappeared. I was in another place. There was no Rose. There was someone else. I guess I loved her too in time, but never as much as Rose. It just wasn't the same. I kept waiting to see Rose again, but never did. And finally, I lost hope that I would. And, and I died. And I became alive again. I got to see her, and I was so happy. Purr, purr, purr. That's my story, and that's why I think there's all hope that even if you die. So you're saying that maybe I have to die to get with it to be with him? Yeah, maybe. I hope that's not the case, but I guess you just have a different way of looking at things. Thank you for the advice, Jaspers. Ah, uh, the clippings. The clippings. Well, that was all of them, right? First. Yes. Kind of found out where Jasper went when he disappeared with from Rose. Where? He goes, you know, I was, you know, sitting, when I was with Rose and I was sitting there dressed up as Lucy, I was so happy to be with her. Then she oh, disappeared. Oh, yeah, yeah. And apparently uh, he there got was, picked up by another family or something. Well, he disappeared. That's right. And then he reappeared, what seemingly a week later, dead. Yeah. But he said there was another girl. That's weird. That's weird. That's really weird. 